gather around, everyone. For this week, I'm talking about adamandeve.com. Thank you for sponsoring us, guys. Um, we get a promo code. It's SEXNERD. If you type it in at checkout, you get free shipping, 50% off almost anything, three free DVDs, and an extra something just for you. This week, in the spirit of swinging and public sex and just being really athletic about the whole thing, I was checking out the, I actually just discovered that they have a sex furniture section, and they carry Liberator Wedges. The Liberator Wedge is a sex pillow that's a triangular shape, and it basically gives you more support on your back or stomach. Not like a regular pillow, like more support, extra support. So you get more access to entry points. Uh, you get to relax your body and what I think is really cool is if you um, put it at the edge of your bed, it actually will raise the height of it for standing up penetration possibilities. So overall, I'm a big fan of the Liberator Wedge. It's 125 It's a lot of fun. Uh, and you can get that at adamandeve.com. Promo code SEXNERD. You get free shipping, 50% uh, off almost anything, three free DVDs, and an extra something. So I hope you enjoy that and enjoy the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. All right, hot stuffs. Uh, I've got some juicy extra tidbits before we get into this week's interview. First, dates. Yes, I am packing my bags this week, getting on a plane and getting over to the East Coast for Boston. Live show on September 6th, New York live show September 12th, Philadelphia September 17th. That show had to have a slight time change to 7.30, so in case you already have your ticket for Philadelphia, um, definitely take note of that, and I do apologize. Email me if there's any issues. DC, I'll be with you on September 22nd for a live show. Guys, tickets are getting close to selling out, so if you're a last-minute person, seriously, this is this is not the time to do that. Definitely not. Um, get on that sexnerdsonder.com, rock some tickets, um, and tell your friends, please, if you have friends in any of those cities, um, let them know, because I am terrible at PR. But I'm really excited about the live part because it's going to be so awesome. Laughter. Lots of laughing. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> laughing. Um, oh, also, while I'm in D.C., I'll be at the Woodhull Sexual Freedom Summit from September 19th to the 22nd. And I'm doing a special conference-only podcast that evening of the um, 21st. Sex ed conferences are one of my favorite things. So, please, join us. Um, also... Uh, right now, as I speak, the Orgy Dome is in full swing at Burning Man. If you listen to the uh, Getting Late at Burning Man episode, you know what I'm talking about. The Orgy Dome. Sadly, guys, um, in the weeks since that episode, I it in planning my trip to the East Coast, there, it turned out there was really no way I could go to Burning Man before I left for Boston. There's just no way. Um, and I consulted my Burning Man friends, and we talked about it, and they're like, yeah, that's, that doesn't make any sense. So 
I am not at Burning Man this week. It it aches me inside. It really does. But at the same time, I know that I'm resting up to have a fantastic September with you guys on the East Coast. So that's my fun. I'm going to have plenty of it. Um, One thing, though, I do need to take a moment to talk about the Burning Man episode because something problematic happened around minute 42, and I wanted to address that. So without further ado... Ah, talking about feelings. So lots of you, like at least five or six people either tweeted at me, commented, or emailed me saying that there were some major issues that you felt rage and were surprised that I let this slide. And so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, My guest, Laszlo, who is a wonderful human being, in the conversation around personal safety and sexual assault at Burning Man, which is a a rare occurrence, but, you know, it's something that exists just like in life. Um, he was saying how if, if, uh, you're a young naked woman and you're dancing around and someone hands you a drink and you, next thing you know, you wake up sticky and, and he said, um, you're going to blame everybody else, but bottom line is, uh, you brought it on yourself. That is the language he used. Now at the time, my mind said, Ooh, we're gonna, we're gonna need to talk about that. That, that's really, that's. No, that's a problem. Um, and as he kept talking, like, he immediately pulled himself out a little bit and was said, you know, I'm not saying rape is cool. And he drove his point home to being a major tenet at Burning Man is radical self-reliance. And it was about having an obligation to take care of yourself. So the point of what he was trying to make a point about t- being smart about basic stuff like, you know, wear a condom, put on your seatbelt pour your drink, those things, right? We all want to take care of ourselves, yes. However, victim blaming is never okay. Um, The victim is never asking for it. They never deserve it. And you're never not even partially responsible for a wrongful act done against your body. Um, Dancing around naked is not an invitation. And specifically, I want to really say this, no one is ever entitled to another person's body ever. Um, so I appreciate those of you who commented about it, tweeted at me, etc. And I appreciate you, your sharp minds and your commitment to this issue. Um, and thank you for holding me accountable. I just wanted to touch on that because I shouldn't have let it go. Um, sometimes it's hard to juggle hosting duties. And I, I felt at the time that he pulled himself out of the nosedive, the hole that he was digging himself. But when I re-listened, I was like, yeah, that's not, it didn't quite pull it out of the mud there. So I wanted to say that. Ah. Oh, side thank you to Waking Kestrel uh, on iTunes for warming my heart. You made my day with a wonderful comment the other day. And I just appreciate you so much for saying great things. If I read you the comment right now, uh, I would be embarrassed because it's like the kind of thing that you you can't read such a wonderful thing that someone writes about you out loud. It's embarrassing, um, but it's so sweet. I Anyway, uh, and thank you for all of your wonderful comments on iTunes. Um, okay, here we are about to talk about swinging. Ooh, I'm excited. Hey, Naughty Monkeys, uh, Sandra here. This week's episode is on a topic that I've been meaning to cover for a long while. And I have two folks here at the table who, in my view of the world, are rock stars of this particular topic. Like, rock stars. Like, you don't even, you don't even understand. 
the amount of expertise that we have in this room right now. I have Holly and Michael from Playboy TV and Radio, who are like the people to talk to about swinging. Guys, welcome to the Sex and Sandra podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I like how she said, welcome. (laughs) Did you pick up on that? No, I I didn't. I I love that. Um, you two, okay, so we've ran into each other a couple times, like, you've been wonderful enough to have me on your Swing Nightcap show just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and I met you on the set of Swing, I think, uh, season, season, season two. two, and I was teaching a hands-on cunnilingus class for all the couples in the Swing House, mm-hmm. but you two are, like, like, doing all the things, you've got TV, you've got radio, tell me what you're up to, um, because things have been blowing up for you. <laughs> Um, we just had our last episode. We wrapped. We wrapped of uh, Swing Nightcap Live, and it was uh, it was an after show of Swing, and this Swing is the third season now, and it would just we would go behind the scenes and get um, not into people's heads, but like see what they're doing and see what they're up to and see how they pants. felt. Right. Kind of, kind of. So we've done all three seasons of Swing, and we were honored to have you there, season two teaching your hands-on class, like you said. Checks. And then mm. this was the first time we did this behind-the-scenes look, and like Pocket said, we did get into their head, we got into their pants, and giving the viewers, you know, very proud that Swing is the number one show on Playboy TV. And then Swing Nightcap Live actually came in at number two for while we were running. It, it, it was just, what did you want to know? What did you want to see? Because the lifestyle, mm-hmm. it is, you know, we went from people wanted to be labeled mm-hmm. with the word Swing. And we're very proud to be called swingers. We know what it really means. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean the shag carpeting, the orgies, and the key club the key parties. Club. Like, yeah, where they put all uh, the, the keys school. in the bowl, the and, old, and yeah. you pick it out, and whoever got whoever's keys, that's who you were having sex with that night. So that does sound like a fun game, in theory. <laughs> in theory. In theory. <laughs> yep. Um, but you two are lifestyle experts. We're considered li- lifestyle is where a lot of. Swingers have moved towards that term to explain what they do. It, it's, it is a lifestyle. It's, it's a choice you make. Just like, you know, you look back at the 80s and the 90s with the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender community having to be in the closet for choices they made. The, you, we are who we are. And no one has the right to judge us for mm-hmm. who we are. So the, the community said, well, we're not all the same as swingers. Just like, you know, in any community, not everyone... Do, do we don't all do things the same way? Whereas we have vanilla people, mm-hmm. I meaning people who will never ever do anything. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to watch other people. They don't want people to watch them. Yeah. They just want to be around open-minded, like-minded, mm-hmm. sexy people and yeah. feel safe. Then you have voyeurs, who, people who like to watch exhibitionists. All the all the elements of yeah. the people who are at right. a swing event, right? Because right. you you're not all going there, but exhibitionists, people who like to perform in front of others and oh. and get that like thrill of people watching them. And then there's soft swap, which is anything that's non-monogamous. So if you and Holly mm-hmm. hooked up right now, we're no mm-hmm. longer monogamous mm-hmm. because there's a third person involved, mm-hmm. and it includes everything except vaginal penis penetration. Okay. All right, and then full swap, which is anything goes within your rules or boundaries. So and you have to ex- you have to respect other people's rules because they may not be the same as yours. They may still full swap, but they may not uh, like to kiss each other, or they may not like to I cuddle. It, I call it the pretty woman rule. Remember, pretty woman Julia Roberts said she wouldn't. Oh kiss. yeah, no kissing. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's all these. So Sandra, when you look that, at it, is that like bottom swapping? Is that like bottom swapping? Bottom swapping. Yeah, you can. You, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's all those things, <laughs> and that's why you bring up a great point. And that's why you know, take anal. Mm-hmm. Some people love anal. Some people don't. We know couples. 
the only thing the man does with another woman is anal because his mm-hmm. wife doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And Smart woman. <laughs> and, the, and let's say the man's not into performing orally. He should take your class, first of all. And if he still doesn't enjoy doing it, then maybe that woman you know, is, is getting you. When I say allowed, you're coming to these decisions together. Yeah. So you move from the word swingers, which the perception was negative and dirty, to lifestyle, which is everyone's making these choices. And then even further now, we're moving into a term called living sexy. What? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, t- I mean, it's a it's coin. Tr- it, people don't want to be labels of swingers these days because it's like a new generation. And the, the old swingers were, not the old swingers, but the old saying was swingers. And that was the, like the old people. And, hardcore and, sport fucking. Hardcore. Right, right. Like everyone swapped with every, everyone. But now it's, it's open-minded to everyone. Mm-hmm. Just like we were saying. So now it's living sexy. It's, it's going to these parties and just feeling sexy about yourself and your partner and, and maybe just leaving and being with your partner. So it, it's it doesn't yeah and, and that's and that's what you so when we get you know brought in to, to do relationship things or lifestyle experts relationship experts mm-hmm. it's reminding we're not saying monogamy doesn't work monogamy definitely works mm-hmm. and being in the lifestyle is available to anyone however it's not for everyone right so all we're asking is that you're open minded okay all we're mm-hmm. asking is that you understand all right. That was a lot. <laughs> I was like, but I love it. You were like, soft swap, this swap, and then monogamy. And you two are clearly well-spoken about this culture. But were you always just did, like, how long have you two been swinging? Because you're a married couple. Yes, mm-hmm. How long have you two been swinging? Well, I've only been swinging for four years since I've met him. Okay. Um, he's been swinging for way uh, longer. Years. Yeah, since college. Years. Since college. Okay. And, and I left the lifestyle for a while when I was married to my first wife. Okay. It, it just wasn't something she was attracted to at the beginning. Then when she she was very bi-curious and we had talked about it. However, you have to know your partner. And there, she, jealousy is normal. Mm-hmm. And jealousy is usually rooted in personal insecurity. Mm-hmm. Something we're worried about inside ourselves, And that's okay. That That is normal. There's no... You, you need to embrace those feelings. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. We've talked about it. We've definitely talked about um, jealousy. And it's one of the hardest things. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And realizing yeah. that Different doesn't mean better. So Holly is very bisexual. Mm -hmm. If you were performing orally on Holly and she's enjoying it, it's different than what I do. It doesn't mean it's better. It means it's good and I want her to enjoy it. Mm Mm-hmm. So once we it's realize that, different, and my ex-wife just wouldn't be able to handle that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that about your your partner. Uh, yeah, it brings up. Hmm. When it came to me processing my monogamy, Polly, because I I more identify Polly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Like okay. Non-judgment. I like it. I yeah. like it. Right? You know, but it's just, I remember the, the different, like separate but equal mm-hmm. kind of concept for sex didn't work for me for some reason. Like in my brain, it still brings up like, nah. <laughs> but at the same time, I've done my mental Olympics of, of going through the logic. And I think for me, it's more, um, I don't have any sound bites for it. No. So when you say poly, <laughs> I'm just curious. When mm-hmm. you say poly... I always say polyamorous. When it's people a ask lifestyle. Us, it's a li- oh, absolutely lifestyle. When people ask us to explain it in a, in a soundbite, mm-hmm. the quickest way I say is the polyamorous lifestyle, people fall in love. With the swinger lifestyle, the living sexy lifestyle, people fall in like. Mm-hmm. Or lust. Or lust, right. Mm-hmm. Would you, I mean, do you agree That's with that? That's a really interesting way to, to draw a line. Hmm. And I don't like drawing lines when being forced to, you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, in the brain, because I I don't know if you've heard about what the brain, um, the difference between liking and wanting. Mm-mm. 
in liking like um they took these in the experiment where they discovered this they went into the brain of the mouse um for where um you know wanting to eat cheese right. would be and they were like you know nope and they cut it and then so the mouse they put cheese in the cage and the mouse ran up to the cheese which they were surprised about because it's like if you're not hungry or you don't want the cheese then right. why would you but the mouse didn't need the cheese that mouse just sat next to the cheese huh hmm. they're like huh and they've discovered and since then it's been um, discovered that when you want something it's a different pathway in your brain than when you like something. Mm-hmm. So I can like my friends, but if mm-hmm. I want my friends, it starts to get into a, to a different, it's like the yearning and the longing right. and, the, and the love. and the. So to say swingers fall into like and, and Polly falls into love, it's actually kind of an interesting right. separation there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, It's like, oh, there's actually some brain stuff. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of brain stuff. I'd like to say with me, so you go like and wants, I talk a lot about, and we actually talk a lot about with my clinical background I get clinical so I'm sorry needs and wants What's your clinical background? my degrees are in sociology psychology and political science always the study of humans sweet yeah <laughs> poli sci is really the study of human behavior poli sci political science hmm. we're looking at why people make the decisions they do be it voting for a specific candidate mm-hmm. be it uh, you know going to a specific in political science we're not looking at the car wash per se however what attracts someone to one place over another mm-hmm. you know because the way someone does business does a lot of times reflect which way they vote and as a society we're becoming less party oriented and more person oriented that's true we are I, a society yeah. drawn to personalities yeah. it's mm-hmm. personality driven so I, we talk a lot about needs and wants and, and I believe mm-hmm. what we want in life is negotiable. Okay, what I need in life is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So good, right? Because when you want something, you can go, okay, but my partner doesn't want that, and you can negotiate. N- well, not necessarily like I get this if you get that. Yeah, negotiation but- it should be a win-win. Yeah, and although I mean there are non-negotiables for some people, mm-hmm. it's important to know where those lines are for mm-hmm. sure. Exactly. Um, but you don't have to lose so much of yourself in negotiation. Everyone exactly. can, no. you, you can both can win in a negotiation. Win win. And you're doing it as a couple. You're not doing it as me me me. So mm-hmm. when you're when you're in this lifestyle, um, obviously you're with a partner, and it's not just be like I'm going to go here, and you're if you're not happy with it, then that's too bad. Too bad. But that's not what we're like. No, it's, it's a we community, not a me community. So like you said, like Pockets just said. Right, pockets being Holly, Holly, her, sorry, me. her <laughs> adorable nickname, which is clearly, which um sounds like it could be sexual, but right. it isn't. No, right, that's what all. we discovered at, at Nightcap. Yep. Oh, I also want to back up for a moment, guys. I don't, I don't remember if I fully explained this. So, Swing is a reality TV show uh, where it's a, a fabulous house full of experienced swinger Six couples, resident swinger couples. And then one newbie couple that comes in is like, oh, my God. And they get to, <laughs> like, explore to within their boundaries for, what, a 48-hour period? It's, it, it's really about 24. <laughs> 24 20. hours? <laughs> it's about yeah. 20 to 24 hours. Oh, right. the, the amount of time we see them, it's about 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. But they have the – they're just wanting to, to learn about the lifestyle, and we're there to assist them. Mm-hmm. It's not about our journey. It's about their journey. Mm-hmm. And – it, regardless of what they do, it, it's just to teach them, the, like, the rules and boundaries and what you can and can't do. Teach them the do. ropes. Right. Teach them yeah. the ropes. It's quite a sweet show, actually. I mean, I, I remember being like, okay, Playboy wants me to do this <laughs> TV thing. Um, I don't know about this. And I watched them like, aww. <laughs> aww. <laughs> yep. So it was fun. 
Um, and then Swing Nightcap, for you, you guys listening, if you are familiar with Chris Hardwick, just FYI, yep. and how he does uh, the Talking Dead after Walking Dead, Swing mm-hmm. Nightcap is is the same idea, that kind of fun, uh, everyone on couches chatting about the show uh, and processing. That's exactly the what they, mo- they yeah. modeled the show after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was, And it was fun. And we were, again, we were honored to have you come on to share your expertise, to talk to the couple that was there, to share with the viewers ideas and concepts Mm -hmm. you know it's just amazing well you two do such a wonderful job hosting that show and guiding the conversation around um you know like the happy and more challenging moments of that episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. with the couple that was on the show and so i got to just sort of sit there and be like crack jokes and be like hey guys where's the party (laughs) like i just it's really easy to just chill out with you guys because you're so great um okay swinging the current situation you mentioned that now it's like, it's not like hardcore swinging. Because when I say swinging to mm-hmm. a lot of people, and I've only been to one, like I'm kind of a newbie too. Like I've been to sex parties, but in terms of swinging parties, I've been to one and it was horrifying. Oh no. <laughs> it was just a lot of um, pressure and really? people. Yeah, it was like a bad scene of something I found on the internet oh. on, a, on like a, like Jerry swinging party, oh. you know? And I was like, why not? Uh-huh. Why not? Right. But it was it was more of a it was just a comical like wow this is kind of a look like, good like, material for you like like half an hour of like wow that's kind of hot to see and right. then like oh my god so <laughs> I have a few questions please mm-hmm. okay since my perception of swingers are gen- like default old people. Yep, that's just what so we you did. know. Yeah, just so you know, you're not the only one. No, okay. that's yeah. we we go around to bars and, and clubs and stuff like that and ask like if anyone that comes or our hostesses or whatever. We ask them that question and it's always the same answer. Yeah, so we, you're not alone. Yeah, when we're out at dinner or lunch or whatever, like Pocket said, we will say, "Okay, I want to ask you a question." Okay, when you hear the word swingers, what do you think about? And immediately. Old people, shag carpeting, orgies. <laughs> yes. So that's what they think about. And that's what we take it upon ourselves to help dispel. Perception is reality. Mm-hmm. So we're working to, I don't like to say change, to shift perception. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So you're rebranding. So there you go. That's the best so way to put it, rebranding. Is the, the phrase playing, wait, no, play, living sexy. Playing yeah. sexy? Living sexy. Living sexy. Boning sexy. <laughs> there you go. Living sexy. <laughs> Is that a like, who coined that? Where did that come from? Like, where, where is this new phase in swingership emerging from? There were four of us together. Mm-hmm. Um, one day we were out with some very good friends of ours, Jurgen and Lori, and it, it just came up. And we're all sitting around, then we're like, you know, not everybody wants to be called lifestyle. Re- again, Pockets was talking about it. Generation X doesn't want to be labeled. Research shows that. Oh, in, really? Yeah. yeah. In 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 America. There are 15 million people that would claim to be in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. If you took the word lifestyle out, when they took it out of the survey, and they said, do you you consider yourself these different things? And one of them was open-minded to sex with other people while Mm -hmm. monogamous or while not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. That number jumped up to over 50 million people. So from 15 to 50. Yeah. Just because, because of the term swingers, this term swinger and the term lifestyle, they wanted they they don't they didn't want to be labeled like we were saying earlier. So you take a label off them and you give them a life. They want the experience, just not the label. So living sexy means mm-hmm. 
you know, look at you now. Look how beautiful you look right now. Stop. And open-minded and talking about your experiences. That's sexy. You're willing to share with us. Going to, to the gym, eating. You don't have to diet. You don't have to be in shape. You don't have to wear trendy clothes. It's a feeling. It's mm-hmm. not... It's not what you have on the outside. It's who you are on the inside. It's, it's living you, sexy. Yeah, how you feel. You don't have to look like, I mean, your boobs sticking out or whatever. You just have like to pockets. feel sexy in yourself and, and right. your personality and how you how you go right. about meeting others and mm. stuff. So there are four of us. I'm sorry. So to answer your question, very long-winded, there are four of us. <laughs> okay. It's, you answered like a lot of things within that. Yeah. So it was it was all of us. And, you know, it proud, very proud of the trust that the community has in Holly and I, and a lot of clubs now have picked up that term. Mm-hmm. They consider themselves living sexy clubs. Pioneers. Mm-hmm. And when you, you talked about those sex parties and then you talked about that swinger party, when you go to a regular club, if the four of us, you, I've got three beautiful women here with me. Mm-hmm. If the four of us go to a regular club. Monica. Monica, the beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. If we go to a regular club, I know that the minute I walk away to go get drinks or go to the restroom, mm-hmm. you guys are going to get hit on it, and it's going to be kind of raunchy at times. Obnoxious. Mm-hmm. You know, at a regular nightclub. If we took you to a living sexy party, a party where people just feel good and, and they're living sexy, in the lifestyle, swing or whatever term you want to use, I can walk, now see, the ones we go to, okay. I could walk away from the three of you, no, there's very few, if any, single men, because they have to be screened first, mm-hmm. and all the couples, if they approached you, they'd approach you with respect and and dignity versus yo baby hey hey can I buy you a drink no none of that they would just talk like normal people talk yeah and and, and if you said no I'm not into that they're not gonna be they're not gonna be pissed off they're not gonna judge you they're gonna be like you know what okay that's that's your rules I'm I'm I respect that yeah. they're not gonna cross the boundaries like normal club people would and and I'm not putting down I, we go clubbing all the time we mm-hmm. love to dance we love to go out and see our friends and all that stuff yeah exactly shake it. I was doing my nightclub fist shake. I do my white man over by. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh. yeah it's just a matter of there's. I truly believe this, and a lot of vanilla people who work on swing have said this. You will never be around a group of people, a community, mm-hmm. that is more respectful and easy to trust mm-hmm. as when you are around people who are living sexy in a lifestyle, whatever you want to term, whatever term or phrase you want to use. Because we're not worried about the sex. We're not. You come for the sex a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You stay for the relationships and the friendships you build. The community. The community. Yeah. yeah. Because they're open-minded and they're not going to judge you. You'll have one thing in common and that's living sexy. Okay. This is something that I've noticed in my personal journey. Let me know. I want to know if this is something that mirrors other people that you've talked to since clearly you two are, are kind of connected to the people who experience <laughs> newbies. You get to meet lot uh-huh. lots of newbies and also experienced folks. Is that um, as I became more willing to live my truth in terms of exploring, like I've gone through different phases of like going to parties mm-hmm. and dating and, and having different geometry to my relationships, I've noticed that now going to a sexy party where it's maybe slightly orgy-like or whatnot, I'm not necessarily particularly, unless I'm just ovulating hard, you know, I'm like, just like, this is this is the 48 hours in my cycle where I need to get fucked so much. Like, besides that, I'm kind of like, cool, whatever. And like, I hang out at the snacks yep. and like, ask people questions that I might make out with someone that I, I yep. like, you know, mm-hmm. that, but, but, na- but 
at first it was like I, I had a little bucket list of things like I need to do to feel like I have achieved like unlocked the level of awesome sex nerd, you know, and now it's right. kind of like, you know, it's just a, net, a slow evolution. Is that something that you've seen in other people or is everyone like, like, or is it just that my sex drive has gone down? Like, like is everybody else just like boning for years? Yeah. It's so funny. No, we have a lot of people that actually uh, sometimes even get out of the lifestyle because they're just, they have things that they need to do or they, or they're just like, you know, let's take a break. They don't always have to, once you get in it, it's not like you're in it for life. Like <laughs> it's not hotel California. Like, right. right. You don't yeah, have a bad thing. <laughs> I'm never going to do anything else again besides this. You can check in, but you can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not, I mean. And, and then, and to go a little deeper too, Pockets is right. To go a little deeper, what you did is very normal to experiences that newbies have. We were all newbies at one point. We all were mm -hmm. interested. And again, it goes back to that living sexy part. Just because you're not there to own it and bone it, right, or, or to mm -hmm. have sex with everybody, and you may not even be in the mood to watch the sex. You might just want to hang out with the people. It goes back to that lifestyle, to the living sexy, mm -hmm. so that the community in the, in the vanilla world, vanilla meaning not in the lifestyle at all. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to open that for you? Not oh, in the I lifestyle gotta, at all. I was hiding my water bottle under uh -huh. the table so that it, you couldn't hear the cracking. <laughs> <You're so weird. laughs> um, you, you have that ability to say, you know what, today I'm not going to go upstairs to the playrooms. You know, or over to the other side of the house where the playrooms are. I'm going to stay over here. We don't suggest starchy foods because that can cause, you know. Bloating and, bloating and stomach <laughs> problems when you're at a lifestyle event. And finger foods can be tough because what really is that white creamy substance? Are you, oh. Is it ranch? Oh, yeah. People do have a weird thing about ranch. I hadn't yeah. really thought about it. Is it really ranch dressing? And then hummus. That's a bad idea. Hummus, all yeah. the garlic. And yeah. all the garlic. There you go. I mean, you, nor, like most people, or not most people, but people are having sex and you don't want them to be having sex and then not wash their hands and have finger foods there. So yeah. it's like... <laughs> so it's very normal what, you're ex what you've experienced. And I don't, again, clinically, I wouldn't know necessarily say your sex drive has decreased. Your comfortability in the environment has become so high that you know you don't have to go there just to have sex. You can go there just to be with your friends. It's true. It's... I'm learning that once that pressure, because I know, like, for instance, um, we have, a, you know, listening are mm -hmm. uh, a large number of folks who haven't had sex yet, let's say, and they're right. in there in their mm -hmm. 20s and 30s. And there is that, like, oh, my God, like, I need to do this. I need right. to do this. Like, this is, like, something that I need to do. And, and I feel like so many of us have that, like, whatever it is, whether it's a threesome or uh, a foursome or, mm -hmm. yeah, that bucket list. But it's unless I do that, I'm not fully an adult or fully allowed to, to call myself awesome yet you know it's just yeah but then you just calm down like i'm real chill. like do you are you, you two okay you two are highly attractive thank, thank you. you intelligent human beings one of us is <laughs> <laughs> sly sly spousal look um, and 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 also just as a sex educator who's talking about sex around sexuality and sex a lot I'm asking you, just as fellow professionals, do you feel like burned out by that, or do you feel like like fed by that um, in terms of like? That's funny. We we had this conversation the other day when we're off air. All we talk about really is what we're going to do on air, oh, and then when we're on air, we okay. talk about what we did off air. <laughs> so it would. I, I I gotta tell you, and this is gonna sound. It's real, and, and I believe it's because of the, we talk about TTLC, so I'm going to answer your question, and I'm going to share this with you. TTLC, trust, talk, listen, and communicate. Mm -hmm. And it can unlock, I can't guarantee it'll unlock every door in your relationship, it'll unlock a lot of doors in your relationship, 
when you really, what does communication mean? It doesn't mean just asking them how their day was. It means really sitting there and listening and caring mm-hmm. and not just parroting back. I believe our sex life gets better and better almost every day. Mm-hmm. And we we really, I mean, you never knew you were into role playing. And all of a sudden, like three, no. four weeks ago. <laughs> I three, four weeks ago? Out of yeah. nowhere. You're like, I haven't done my homework. But yeah. even though we've been, right, even yeah. though we've been together for four years, it's still fun to to try new things and try. And it's not that I'm bored; it's just okay. Now I have this idea in my head, and I want to try it. And I think it's fun, but I don't think we're burnt out at all. I mean, even with the people that were around, I think there's a different story that we get to hear every day. And people are like, "Oh, you changed my life, and you changed my marriage," and and hearing those stories where they've they've come from is. It's fulfilling. And it it's bless, like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're blessed. I mean, on Twitter at Swing Time Sixty Nine, we get and on Facebook, and we we get these these messages and these, you know, hey, we just started listening to you guys, and it sparked conversations, just like listening to you. Mm-hmm. It sparks conversation, and that's what we're talking about. Fantasies sometimes don't need to be actually physically lived out mm-hmm. to be exciting because sometimes it's better kept in your head <laughs> or, or talk or together about it. or together because. Right. You, you know, do it, and you're like, oh, that wasn't a... So sometimes fantasies, like, if you build it up, it's it's sexier than the actual thing. And I believe that's what keeps us healthy sexually together is we continuously grow together. Okay, you two are role-playing, or, like, um, you two are role-modeling mm-hmm. the best in terms of partner communication, uh, expo- continuing the exploration, etc. But really... Mm-hmm. You're right. How okay? The perception is Holly and Michael. You guys are like having crazy swinger sex all the time, like <laughs> every day. Like someone's in your pants. Like, well, that's crazy. Like, how how do you even have time to have sex with each other? You know that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. How often are you actually uh, interacting sexually with, with others with others outside of your relationship? Hmm, that that varies. Like Saturday night, it happened right after mm-hmm. we we wrapped. Um, we went to a group called Mass Peace Warriors. Throws two or three parties a year. You should what join us. Mass M A S S P the initial P mm-hmm. Soirees. I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> it's a group from London, <laughs> and they come in the best. Yeah, they come in three or four times a year, and they throw on just phenomenal parties. You guys, you need to text me. We'll okay. take you. It's, it's <laughs> very very living, sexy. The crowd. When I say beautiful, again, I'm not just talking visually mm-hmm. they make sure to screen their crowd so that they're beautiful inside that no one's going to be sitting in judgment that no one's going to be saying hey we full swap all you are, are voyeurs you shouldn't be here no 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 you, you everyone's a lot everywhere and so they do a really really amazing job of that every month is different based on what we're doing you know with work i would say on average we attend we make a lot of appearances mm-hmm. so i'm going to take those out because that's the tough part, but I gotta digress for a minute. Oh, in your celebrity status? Yeah, because if we don't play no. with if we play with one and we don't play with everybody, and, and we we play a lot of these when we go, mm-hmm. because again, it's it's a sexually charged environment. And but a lot of times we have our own intimate, private things that are yeah. like our friends that we play with inside of their home or our home, mm-hmm. because it, like he he was saying, sometimes like if they didn't have sex with me, then uh, but they had sex with her. Sometimes it hurts feelings and stuff. So. So, so a lot of times we actually don't play at these parties. Right. Or we'll play off separately. And right. people can come watch. And, you know, people may say, hey, can we join? And and when you say no, it's not because we're not, we don't like you. It's just, there's a comfort level. What, what you and Holly, let's say you and Holly are playing together at a mm-hmm. party. 
that doesn't give carte blanche to every woman to touch you or to touch Holly the right. same way. Mm-hmm. You still have to ask permission. Mm-hmm. And no isn't necessarily because we're not interested in you. It's because right now we're focused on something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say about three, four, maybe five times a month, mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to, to go to a party and or make an appearance and we play a lot of times at our home during the middle of the week, mm-hmm. you know, play partners or, or when the kids aren't home because we share custody of them and um, their houses and things like that. And then some months, I mean, you're in the swing house. It's every night right. for, for a month. Right. Oh, is your that your season is a month? The, the season house? lasts about what three and a half, four yeah. weeks. That's intense. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's fun, and there's not always chemistry. Uh huh. Mm, you know, true. and just because the newbies are there to experience their journey, listen. If you you were there on set, if you're not attracted to them, you you don't play with some. We don't believe in playing with someone just to play with them. Question then. then mm. Here's a question because this is also a perception. Now you're bringing up a perception that I have of because I'm really skittish when it comes to play partners. Like right. I'm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm not just like I show up and I'm like, who wants to touch my boob? You know, I'm not that person. <laughs> not that that happens or happen. <laughs> But my perception is, oh, you guys are like, you're cute. Let's do something. You right. know, and just mm-hmm. like the minute there's any any little, you're, you're like down. You're DTF. DTF mm-hmm. down the phone. Most of the time. Is that true is, is that because some people really are just maybe in certain times of their mm-hmm. life they're just like i just want to yep. connect with everyone but that's an interesting energy to keep up i wouldn't say it's like that with everyone there's a lot of people like that that are very dtf that, that are very dtf i have personally and and i know i speak for both of us that we have to have a chemistry it can't just be like oh okay i'm i'm in the mood you're mm-hmm. here i actually have to have a really strong chemistry with that person or otherwise i'm i'm not willing to play so because you are sharing something i mean i i never had a relationship i i just had a lot of sex partners mm-hmm. in high school and college i didn't believe in in relationships simply because it was my time to explore and i never lied to a woman i never misled her or said hey this is going somewhere no i would say this is going to go to my bedroom or your bedroom after that i can't promise anything mm-hmm. you know when they asked so now when when we play it's in three seasons on the show, only one time have we hooked up with the newbies, mm-hmm. and it and, and it. I noticed that in the episodes I've seen that you yeah. weren't actively playing. We play with each other, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it often with other resident couples, mm-hmm. and it's not it, it's not being oh there's a hierarchy we're resident. It has nothing to do with that. It's mm-hmm. there's chemistry. Yeah, we get a lot of crap for it too. A lot oh, of people yeah. ask why aren't they playing? Why aren't they just having sex more often? And I don't know if they get it. I don't know if mm-hmm. they. And just because they see it on TV doesn't doesn't they don't know what's going on in our heads. They don't right. know the chemistry that's. And you're only seeing, you know, we're all up there in that what we call the red room for right. hours. You're only seeing five minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it's about the newbies, yeah. you don't see. And Holly's right. We get they're not full swapping, so they're really not swingers. No, you know what? I get like you're not a nerd like all the time. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you need to just check mm-hmm. yourself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Who are you to? There's no hierarchy. There's no hierarchy, and it's a, we, we always talk about the lifestyle. Let's use that term right now. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle is an attitude, mm-hmm. not an action. There's no action that you can do because you might not do it tomorrow, so what does that mean you're not in the lifestyle? No, you mm-hmm. still are. It's an attitude. Yeah, and I, I, it disappoints me that people in the lifestyle are judging people that are in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. saying, you, why aren't you doing this? And it really disappoints me because we're, as a community, a, we're supposed to be a, a, like a family. And, and it is. I mean, 99% of the time, it is so much fun and happy. And then like they don't want to be judged. So right. why are you judging? And like others? you said, you're getting judged for not being a nerd. No, mm-hmm. you're a nerd. You want to be a nerd? You're a nerd. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever you want to call yourself. As long as you're a good person. Right. 
So I, I, I try to be a good person. You are. <laughs> I the don't. little way we know you, the little way we know you, you are. Thank you guys, oh, so much. Um, I there's so many things. Michael, being a guy, mm-hmm. like also like you're okay. Michael is like the alpha male, like the oh, classic alpha male. Completely. Like, like you two are definitely an alpha couple, and just in terms of within a group, it's just clear that you two I just are like. We are the bosses of, you know, and not that there's a hierarchy, but it's just like right. a, a chemistry of social dynamics. Ask me anything. So it's like, it's kind of weird because you are so, I mean, you're like built to like, you're going to, he's, oh my God, he's alternately uh, clutching make, his pecs. <laughs> make him dance, make him dance. dance. Yeah. Right. Oh my goodness. Can I touch it? Can I touch it? Can I touch it? Is that okay? Yeah. There, I touched it. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. You asked. Holly and I both said, yeah. So that's that's beautiful. All right. So I'm an alpha male. I'm sorry. Um, I would say, I mean, of course, single males are often not. Single males tend to bring an, an, a different dynamic into uh, a sexual environment mm-hmm. when they're not accompanied with, with a female. Can you tell me a little bit about males? Actually, no, both of you can answer this. But I guess it's odd because... You're a unique animal, Michael, because as a man in the scene, you have been doing this for 20 years, and you just spoke about how even in the beginning you were like, look, this is going to go back to my bedroom or your bedroom. Like, So you knew how to communicate sexually from, from the get-go, it sounds like. Yeah. I so was, you are a unique um, metamorphosis of human. I, I, can, I, I thank my grandmother for that, psychiatrist, grandmother. She didn't oh, yeah. medicate me. She just made sure I understood. <laughs> You know, you get a lot more with the Fool. truth than you do with a lie. You know, hurt me a little today with the truth rather than devastate me tomorrow with a lie. Hmm. So one of the ways when people ask us, how do I pick a good event to go to or a good party? One of the first things I suggest is if they're looking at a website or they're talking to people, how many single men are allowed in? And I'm not anti-single man because mm-hmm. I was a single man in the lifestyle for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the successful single men are the ones that are referred by other couples. Um. Very respectful. Very respectful understanding. And you don't go with any expectations as a man. So as an alpha man, I had to remember that I'm I'm straight, 100% straight. However, I'm still dating that couple. If I'm going to have physical intercourse, you know, any type of physical contact, sexual intercourse or whatever, with a wife, the husband may be doing something with her also. The husband may be watching. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not humbling yourself. You're realizing that you're dating as a couple if you're a couple or you're dating a couple if you're a single man. When you look at a party, if they limit the amount of single men that are allowed, mm-hmm. that's a good party. And the okay. reason I say that is they're not looking just to make money. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to advertise on a list that has a man's name at the beginning of it online. <laughs> right. And, and say, hey, everyone come. It's 60 bucks at the door. And a hundred bucks if you're a single guy. Well, you're a single guy. You're going like I'd spend a hundred bucks at the bar, and I might not get laid. I'm going to go there and spend a hundred bucks. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm going to get laid. No, you're not. Okay. You know. So as a man, you really respect the other, the dynamic of the couple. And I always err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. I will approach the male in the couple. A lot of times, the man will say, "Listen, I'm not the one you're trying to have sex with. Go talk to my wife. Okay. Or go talk to my girlfriend." However, I still show the respect to the man in the couple. And if that turns the woman off, so be it. Then I don't need to play with that couple mm-hmm. or talk to that couple. Simply because as a man, that's a respect I want. Okay. Just kind of like, hey. Yeah, hey, I'm interested. Yeah. You know, how you guys doing? Da-da-da. If I walk over as a single man and we're at a lifestyle event and I start a conversation up, you know, odds are pretty good that I'm interested in the woman you're with. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't need to tell you I'm looking to have sex with your wife. You know, we can start talking. It's like a regular party. You get to know people. We're, we have a lot in common because we're all at the same kind of event. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, when I have been in, sec- uh, in sexual party atmospheres and someone just starts chatting chatting with me, especially of the opposite sex, we're just chatting. And in my mind, it's like, you're talking to me and we're here. Like, are you, are you trying to do the get to know thing? Are you trying to get to the get to know thing so then we can talk about sex? Is that, is that what's happening right now? Is that what's happening right now? Like, is it because like, very nice, but like, I don't know. Because people can get kung fu and like just, oh right. yeah, everything's, mm-hmm. every, I'm just getting to know yeah, you. the weather's good. The Dodgers are playing. Hey, let's get down. <laughs> nice boobs. Yeah. Um, but I think that's my, uh, clearly that's also just where my brain goes. Right. I'm in that mm-hmm. circumstance. Like, You're right though. What, what are you, again, it goes back to, what are you approaching me for? You know, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. If somebody were to come straight out, listen, are you interested in us? Yeah, very. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. walk up to us at a party and you're talking to us. At some point, you know, if we were to say, Holly's attracted to you or, hey, you know, what are you, are, are you into women? Mm-hmm. That that would be something at some point we would be interested in knowing it's relevant to us. Mm-hmm. It's very right. relevant. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Question. Holly, mm-hmm. I, I, even though everyone can answer it, but I'm curious because my concept of and when people have told me about swinging events, mm-hmm. uh, the dynamic of how couples interact and how things start getting started, I've heard many times that like the women run the show. Yes, they yes. do. Yes, they do. If I'm a, a, I'm the one that actually brought it up to him. He told me about his lifestyle before, mm-hmm. and I was interested in it. We were just laying in bed at like four in the morning, and he and I was like, you know, what? I want to go. I want to see what it's like. It sounds hot. It sounds sexy. And my first party was amazing. Yeah. So I kissed a girl for the first time, and and I'd wanted to forever. Like I was mm-hmm. bi curious since I was young, mm-hmm. and my I was previously married, and it was just a, a repressed marriage where uh. I would tell him how I felt, and he would just freak out. Mm. So a- after the marriage ended, I met him, and. Even when I was single, I was just like, oh, I'd love to try this. But still in my mind, I was thinking, this is bad. Because oh. that's the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. And meeting him, I was like... Mormon. A Mormon. Oh, <laughs> extra. Extra, extra repressed. Yeah. So meeting him, and he's like, this is what I am, and like it or leave it. So I'm like, I like it. <laughs> so I went, and I've just had the most amazing, incredible time. And I've, I think I've grown so much since I've met you. And I thank him for that. So. <laughs> and at, at events, so how does it get started at events? You're absolutely right in the sense that women run the show there too. Yes, we as men have a say. Mm-hmm. However. Because you can't take one for the team. Right. However, if I like someone, I tell him. Because one, I'm I'm a little shyer than. You're very introverted. I'm very introverted. So I tell him and he approaches the man saying, you know, what, my wife isn't your wife. How do you feel about that? Um. And we can oh. both say no. We we have that veto right, but more n- mainly. And you'll even mention, okay, there's a hot chick right there. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like her. So mm. normally he approaches, but I have the say. Right. And at, at a lot of events, again, the dynamics different. As I shared with you, as a single man, there were men that would say, listen, yeah, you don't have to ask me. You have to ask her. She's her own boss. Absolutely, and I, and I respect that. The but fa- just in case there's a couple where the guy wants mm-hmm. that exactly. kind of acknowledgement. And the women at events. You know, not all women, and this is a, another misperception, not all women in the lifestyle are bisexual. Mm-hmm. 
You do not have to be bisexual to be in a lifestyle as a woman mm-hmm. or a man. There is. There's actually a group called by bi by the way dot <laughs> net. I believe it is. It's for couples who are bisexual, both the man and the woman. And it's difficult. Uh, like I said, I am a straight man. I have a lot of bisexual male friends and a lot mm-hmm. of gay male friends. I have no problem with what they do as long as they don't judge what I don't do. And, and that goes back to just being open-minded and understanding. Mm-hmm. So if they're at a party, they, as in a bisexual or a gay man, is at a party, mm-hmm. it doesn't phase me. Unfortunately, in our society still, a lot of straight men are homophobic. Mm-hmm. Or they claim they're not. However, if there was two men playing while it... You know, draw off people's games sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and, and I'm not, again, I'm not even judging those people. They have the right to feel they w- the way they want to feel. So women need to understand you don't have to, A, be bisexual to be in a lifestyle. There have been couples we've gone up to and the husband has said, my wife, you know, thinks your wife's attractive. However, she's straight. Mm-hmm. You know, and okay, great. At an event, at a party, it's kind of like an unspoken thing. And a lot of time the women will hold, you know, they'll, they'll just grab each other's hands and they'll walk away. <laughs> or if you're full swapping mm-hmm. or soft swapping, you know, cross-gender, mm-hmm. I guess you can put it that way, cross-gender, yeah, man to woman. <laughs> you know, you guys decide at that point where to go, when to go. Do you play in the same room? If you do, then you're obviously all four going to go back to the same room together. Right, it's negotiate time. Right, yeah. but either, if either one of you feel uncomfortable, then you should tell each other. You shouldn't just be like, I'm going here, because then it's just because of me situation and not a we situation and even before you get in the lifestyle if if the even if the man brings it up it's still a woman driving 71 percent of the time it's women who bring the couple into the into the lifestyle mm-hmm. and that means like pockets just said i'm sorry we said this today on air so mm-hmm. i cut you off it's not saying that the woman brought it up it's saying regardless of who brought the topic up the decision to go to the first party or to the first event was made by the woman just like with holly and i Mm-hmm. Holly was one that she knew I was in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Asked me about it. Asked if we can go to a party. So another example of how the woman is empowered. It's very empowering for women. And we just got an email um, for our Nightcap Live show la- last week, and we answered it. And he asks how I convince my wife to get in it. Mm-hmm. And we like you, we said you, you don't. don't convince. You Never. don't convince. No. I mean, you can bring it up and talk to her about it, and talk to to her about your feelings and wants. But you never convince someone because you could have so many hurt feelings and so many so much Resent. resentment yeah. because they may not want to. You only go as fast as the slowest person. Yeah. And that means if you, the man, or you, the woman, do not want to go down that route, mm-hmm. don't go down that route. But in terms of, there is, a, like, when you say, like, oh, maybe we can do some anal play, someone immediately in their head thinks, like, giant hand in my mouth. Ma- you know, they think mm-hmm. of, like, the craziest thing. <laughs> so it's... I think to myself, like, what, what, how is that person communicating? And I think, exactly. like, what if it was, what if it were, let's go to this event and not do, not do anything with anyone? Mm-hmm. There's always tomorrow. You know? There's always tomorrow, and that's one of the first things when we, when we coach or, or counsel couples mm-hmm. that are getting into the lifestyle. Well, is there a website people can go to if they want to check you guys out? You know, yeah, Holly and Michael uh, Swing Show, Holly with an I, is Facebook. There is the website. It's what hollyandmichael.wordpress.com right, right now. It's being, mm-hmm. it's it's up. It's still being worked on because we have .com and it's got to be moved over. And and we do this and we actually don't charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we a lot of people mm-hmm. think it's silly. The fact is, we're blessed to have the opportunity to do two TV shows on Playboy. We have the number one show on Playboy Radio, Swing with Holly and Michael, which is mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, one p.m. Pacific, four p.m. Eastern, and then it's podcasted, and those are free too. All that's free. Mm-hmm. And Playboy Radio is playboyradio.com. 
So, yeah, I mean, we're very blessed to do what we do. Mm-hmm. And we talk to a lot of people offline, not offline, but off air and stuff, air. And, and counsel them. Mm-hmm. And, and we say, remember, you're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And and don't take one for the team. You know, there's all these little cliches. You, you make sure. you. It is the most incredible experience when you do it together. If you have cracks in your relationship, it will destroy you. Okay. I have a take one for, for the team perception that's a little different. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they're cra- okay, I completely Well, agree. those are two separate things though. So when okay. I said that I want you to under- I'm sorry. I, I taking one for the team is completely separate from if you have cracks in the relationship entering the sexy lifestyle. Not going to fix it. Not going to no. fix it. Mm-hmm. Not going to no. fix it. If you guys aren't meshing and gelling together, mm-hmm. don't think that having sex with other people or watching people have sex or having people watch you have sex is going to fix cuz that's not communicating. Communicating is really saying, "Hey honey, Hey, sweetheart, whatever you want to call your cigarette there. Hey, schmoopy, what's going on? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Um, yeah, I definitely fully endorse the fact that the best time to open up your relationship is when it's in its, its best shape. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of that, it's proactive. Not, yeah, it's not the best time. It's not going to fix anything. Uh, my question, though, is in well, here's the thing. As a picky person, when it comes to sexual partners, and, and it's, I'm just an odd duck. But if I'm in a relationship and we're at a party, because it's so, because when you, it's hard enough to find chemistry between two people, sometimes it's hard to to find chemistry between four people. And so, if my partner is finding chemistry with someone, I am in the realm of, I'll totally take one for the team. Like, I'll have fun with somebody, you know, maybe make out and do a little, like, hand play or whatever. Like, if that means the whole group can kind of have a fun time, like, mm-hmm. where I'm not necessarily like, woo. So, I use take one for the team like that. But it sounds like, like, what is take one? No, is we, that, we, is that in, take one for the team. Okay. Yeah. And so, you two do not endorse that at all. If you're going to be resentful, if your partner doesn't reciprocate, we don't endorse that. Like, as long as you don't have an expectation that your partner does the same thing. If I'm into somebody and they are not into the other person, and then, so they need to take one for the team. For yeah, if, time. if your partner's not willing to do the same thing for you, then again, we're not trying to compete. However, we're we're humans. We there is a little competition, and and you you know, if you say, listen, honey, I, I did this for you. Why can't you do this for me? Well, you didn't have to do it for me. Well, I did it for you. Well, I didn't tell you to do it. Oh, is this a thing that comes up over and over again? In sure this, okay, because that's not familiar to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily the reciprocity thing works itself out in different ways, but and this that's sounds beautiful. Like... That's beautiful though that you are so open that it's something, and I admire that about you. I applaud that. Thanks. That you want to do that, and you're you're also getting some pleasure out of it, right? Yeah, and for me, the joy of, of seeing your partner happy, partner happy, and community and right. just explore, explore exploratory play is, mm-hmm. is fun yeah. so mm-hmm. what do you, i mean you agree? no i agree i think if you're going to be resentful then it's a totally uh nay nay yeah <laughs> i say nay nay i say nay nay <laughs> and here's one other thing so the, the the example you described yeah you're taking over the team however it's still a very happy friendly environment yes let me give you another example let's say holly and a woman are really interested in each other and holly and the man get along however this guy's just being a total douche to me i mean a total douche the worst Mm. yeah and even though holly and this man aren't going to touch each other do i really want to be sitting in the same room where our wives are naked and we're naked and possibly doing no i don't and we have an understanding and it's actually never happened okay it's never happened Mm -hmm. however we have an understanding and an agreement that if it were and and flip that around 
Mm-hmm. Let's say, you know, I think this couple is great and hot. It's like, this guy is just creeping me out or this guy is just being really weird to me. I'm not going to... I get pleasured mentally. The, the largest sexual organ is the brain. Mm-hmm. I watch Holly and you play. That is an, one of the most amazing, most stimulating turn-ons that I get. Mm-hmm. So... If Holly's worried about what the fourth person might do or say, I am not going to say, well, you still have to play with Sandra because I'm so turned on right now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Veto power. Veto right. power. Your... So that's 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 also on a different level of taking over the team. There are a lot of couples, unfortunately, that a wife is expected to be with a man who she's not interested in at all. I mean, not even 1%. The guy really wants the other woman. And then the wife gets resentful mm-hmm. when the man doesn't do it for her at I another see. party. What other pitfalls are there? Like, like, okay, since you've been to a lot of parties, and and I know that the, the, the I love her hesitation. <laughs> I try to be all thoughtful, and so all the my brain does a lot of things. I'm also highly caffeinated. Um, <laughs> I love that. Since you t- you do appearances, you are sort we of also ten parties so- just as. Okay, here's something silly. We'll share with you. We've never. I don't think we've ever said this on our even on our own show. Ooh. If. We're at some place, and you ask us, oh, are you guys here as Holly and Michael, or are you here as Michael and Holly? What? If we're there as Michael and Holly, we're there just to as ourselves to play, and we're not doing anything show-related. Mm-hmm. If we're there as Holly and Michael, it's, it's usually show-related. That's a really funny inside question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't people... think we've ever shared that on air. No, I yeah. haven't. Oh. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, yeah, if I ever run into you guys, I'll be like, so. Is right. it Holly and Michael? Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can tell you though, as Holly and Michael or Michael and Holly, that you know you have a free pass with my wife. So oh. that's just, that's from my side. You have to discuss that with her. But. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> on, on air negotiations in go. progress. I'm sorry, I cut you off. So. Um, wait. Oh God, God. Then they hit on me, and then I get nervous, <laughs> and I don't know what to say. Um. Oh, other pitfalls. Right. In like where you you must have seen. Some blow ups going on at parties. Yeah, we Safe have. sex is probably one of the biggest things that we talk about and is a pitfall. If you th- do you agree? I mean, yeah, if you I think agree. you wait, blow ups like people have been like, I said to use a condom and yes. storm out. Seriously, like, mm-hmm. like people will have like explosive anger or sadness and fights over. No, not typically, not typically explosive blow ups mm-hmm. like that. We've seen it again, white hot anger. Right. Yeah, you can see it, you can hear it. You know, a lot of times people save the drama for when they leave. Mm-hmm. There really shouldn't be drama, however there always is. Yeah, we've run into a few. I mean, it's yeah. again, it's the jealousy or the ego thing that mm-hmm. usually comes out. Don't overdrink. Overdrinking oh, is a pitfall. God, it's yes. BYOB, most of the parties, okay. as high-end as they can be, unless it's at a hotel where the hotel then requires you to buy alcohol from them. Mm-hmm. B- you know, be responsible with it. A- use a condom. Smart. If, if you don't know the people, if you're having vaginal penetration... Anal penetration, use a condom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just too much risk there. What were you saying? Like, you said that you'd seen some, a few things where it got... It's or... just uh, some, a uh, very, very few, but there's some men that have big egos and they're like, I mean, maybe they're not used to it or maybe it was right. just that particular person. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare that it happens because usually you leave your ego at the door and mm-hmm. you know what you're getting into. And the jealousy, it, it, I mean, you know where you're going, so... And go there together. Right. What Pockets is saying, I remember a party we were at and the couple was playing. However, the so the man was playing with a woman and the wife was playing with the other man. I don't know if mm. the other couple was married or not. And the mm. wife was upset because the man she was playing with didn't like to perform orally. And so okay. she felt her husband shouldn't have any more pleasure if she wasn't mm-hmm. getting that pleasure. 
And, oh and yeah, so that, that's a that's little, catty. That is catty. Mm-hmm. That's catty, and that's that's childish. Now you know, there's other parties where we've seen wives say to their husband, you know. Go ahead, go upstairs. It's not like you're yeah. ever meet a woman like that again, and she's willing to have sex with you. Go ahead, uh-huh. you know. And she was sincere. Now, if you say that, a pitfall is don't say that unless you mean it. Right. Don't give, don't 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 give permission. Trap your husband yeah. into or wife or wife into being like, yeah, go, and then get mad at them later because what you do there, you need to be open and honest. Oh, about right. It. To be like, you know, um, sure, yeah, go, go, right. it's fine, exactly. and then later be like, I cannot you went off with her right? we've seen a pitfall and this isn't even at a party this is before a party occurs where a lot of men it's funny because when we work with couples and when i talk to a lot of guys out there even my friends they're like i was afraid that my wife was trying to trap me when she brought it up like oh you know honey i think this is a great idea and then if i as a man said yeah that does sound like a good idea. oh what you want to have sex with other women wait 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 you just <laughs> you brought it up to me right right so it's, that is a classic thing you see in, um, in media and yeah. tv shows and, Mo- and movies and tv so you know when you're at these parties, don't drink too much, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, have safe sex. I don't care how good it feels. <laughs> have safe sex. Mm-hmm. And if you know the couple and all that, you know, you, there, there's certain, I guess, caveats or outliers to that. Majority of the time, have safe sex. And there's condoms available. Bring your own. There's usually always condoms and lube. Bring, still bring, bring your, your faves. Own. Bring your faves. Yeah. There you go. And if your woman's allergic to latex, make sure you bring some latex free in case she's going to play with another man. Yeah. It's just, yes, you know, it's that's smart. true. Mm-hmm. Bring your non-latex. If there's something bothering you, at don't a party, air it at the party. Yeah, and don't air in front of other people. Because you ruin the mojo. Right. You do take take a side yeah. for everyone. Go go aside. Yeah. As a man, especially as a man, a woman being a little aggressive is more accepted. However, they've been asked to leave. A man, there's borderline aggre- you know, assertive aggressive. You mean uh, uh, not like fighting with your partner, but just how Towards you approach other, other people? Yeah. You know, if, if a woman walked up to you, Sandra, and she starts groping you, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And he's asked your permission. If yeah. you say no, no means no. Same thing with a man. And if you're laying on a bed, let's say you and Holly are laying on a bed playing, and I'm I'm sitting there watching or maybe caressing Holly's hair, and a man or a woman comes up and touches you, completely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. They need to ask your permission first. So this is like normal society. You guys are normal. There you go. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> You know, some people um, imagine they walk in and it's yeah. just like they just get like jumped. <laughs> you yeah, know? know, that's funny. We've brought people with producers, mm-hmm. behind the scenes people, and that's what they expect. And they're like, "Wait a minute, people are dancing and they're not they're not having sex on the dance floor." Like, no, if you want to see sex, you go up there, over there, mm-hmm. or around that corner. There's rooms for everything. Have you ever gotten Wendy to go? Wendy has actually been to a couple for research. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went to one where, and her husband goes with for research. Mm-hmm. They don't play. They're not in the lifestyle. Her husband got a D-rection at one. It was so bad. We've been there. We're like, I can't believe you went to that one. Then we took her to a promoter that we really believe in. Amazing parties. And She's um, like totally different. Totally different. Sorry, Wendy's like a co-worker over. Yeah, Wendy's the vice president of Playboy Television. She's the one that green lights or red lights projects. She cracks me up so hard. Like, she's so funny. She's incredible. Have you read her tweets? No. Is she she on? At Wendy Miller Show. It's, she's hysterical. Okay, because she's just like, I'm like I, when I first met her at Swing, I was all like, "This lesbian is super cool." Like she's and, she's, and I'm kind of attracted to her. Like I had this little crush on her, and then I was like, "Wow, you're like super straight with a husband." Okay, never mind. Yeah. And her <laughs> husband was there for your show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She I, accidentally he showed up on the set of Swing that night to see the Cunning Ling class. <laughs> Wasn't that the only show he went to too? Yep, that was the only show he went oh, to wow. too. Interesting. Yeah. What, what is that about? That it's just a coincidence. <laughs> oh well, I hope they enjoyed that coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> and she is an amazing person. She's yeah. just she's a Chicagoan. Uh, I spent 16 years in Chicago. She and her 
our husbands from there. They're just down to earth. And one thing that we respect about you and Wendy's the same way, you, what you say is what you, you say, what you mean, you mean what you say. Mm-hmm. And what you see is what you get. She's not going to bullshit with you. Yeah. In this industry, mm-hmm. you never know what's going on. And yeah. that's one person that when she says something, mm-hmm. you can bank on it. Yeah. Yeah, good people. All mm-hmm. right. People have all these assumptions about, you know, what it means to work at Playboy or what it means to work in, let's say, porn or to 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 be in a, be a nerd. You know, right. like these, mm-hmm. these boxes we put each other in. And it's just like, oh, that's like some really cool people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're getting near the end. It's always sad. two main things so if the perception is you walk in you get jumped which is not accurate Mm -mm. you walk in and everyone's nice and there are snacks i assume um (laughs) what is the layout usually of a swing party like do you want to know about a house a club or like a hotel takeover oh my you guys (laughs) or a weekend event or a cruise Please uh, explain to me the differences or the I have heard of cruises and and the uh, life on the swing set people they they interviewed me for their podcast and they they do a whole thing out in the wherever fancy islands mm-hmm. um tell me everything my favorite's a house party um only because when there's a house party you usually walk in and there's a dance floor and there's a kitchen and you bring your own booze and they have the, the mixers for you. And typically, upstairs, wait, real quick, typically they're at a very large home. Yes, very, very, very well, mansion esque homes. A dance floor. They convert like a living room or something. To yeah. Okay. And is there actual dancing? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, usually, so dancing is integrated into that. Okay. Yeah. Usually there's a stripper pole, but then you go upstairs and there's rooms to play in, and that's where you know to play. Hotel is completely different. Where you uh, you're downstairs and you're you can't get naked usually. And like in a ballroom? Kind of yeah, thing? like in a ballroom where the bar is, and then you just take that over. And there's dancing there, but you can't play there. And typically, you have to wait for the rooms upstairs to open up, usually. Mm-hmm. like Now, now, mind you, if you're talking about, like, we did New Year's Eve in D.C. last oh, year. Oh, completely different. Completely different hotel takeover, whereas the first floor was the bars and the dance rooms and a senses room where they blindfold you. and they, <gasps> they, they That's my jam right there. Yeah, yep. and scent, you know, smell taste, touch, and everything appropriate. Everything appropriate. I want to run that room. I want to run that room. <laughs> you should come see. After, it was very flattering. After they announced us, they doubled their, so they went from like 300 ticket sales to over 600. Nice. And 25% of the people were vanilla. They weren't even in the lifestyle. They, oh, they trusted Holly and I mm-hmm. that it really was a safe environment and they keep coming back for more. So that kind of hotel takeover. On the second floor, yes. though, the rooms were always open. On the second floor, there was a very light BDSM stuff going on. Mm-hmm. There was another dominatrix uh, dripping hot candle yes. wax onto people who wanted to try that. There was a Sibian in one room, which is a machine. Of course yeah. there was. <laughs> and then there were playrooms, themed playrooms. So I'm sorry. So Arabian Nights and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. And then you have your vacation to where, I mean, nudist colonies don't let you play. So desires you can be nude. Desires you can be nude, but you can't play you can't in public play. areas. It's clothing optional. Okay, like, I I remember seeing those um, billboards like sandals or desires mm-hmm. or hedonism. all those different hedonism. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know you can play anywhere. You can have sex anywhere you want on property, inside a room or outside a room, anywhere. Desires. So you ask questions if you want to go on a one week all inclusive resort. Go to a lifestyle, lifestyle travel agent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Lifestyle specific travel agent. Do you agree, baby? Yeah, completely. Because they're going to be able to address these things with you. Okay, are you nudist? No. Well, this predominantly has nudists, not lifestyle people. Because okay. nudists are not. It's uh, not sexualized. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Nudists, here's the funny thing. Not all nudists are in the lifestyle and not all lifestyle people like to be nude. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) And that's funny because you you get a lot of people who are like, wait, you're in the lifestyle. Why aren't you topless? Uh, I'm in the lifestyle. Doesn't mean I want to show you my boobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily exhibitionist. Yeah. And and there's cruises you can go on with lifestyle couples that have like 3,000 people or 40 people. Right. And just finding out where you want to go and what you want to do is, is a must. Um, but there's so many different ways to go about it, and I we, think all of them are amazing. Yeah, we did it, Naughty in New Orleans yes. this year. We were the Grand Marshals of a parade down Bourbon Street. Thousands of people lined up. It was very humbling and very. Uh, it was just amazing. Even people, vanilla people, are coming out of bars, and you know, and, and the people who knew this. us. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and Pockets is right. There's something for everyone. So they took over this whole hotel, and then different clubs down Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And in New Orleans, you could be body painted. So as long oh. as your areolas, your, your nipples are covered up with body paint. You can go outside like that. Whereas in Vegas, when we just did Vegas Exchange, it was at the Palms, you couldn't be body painted. You had to be covered completely in any public area, even the hallways. Yep. So, But they had the regular playrooms upstairs. But it's, it doesn't have to be all experience. It's just friendly people who are... Friendly people. I feel like the perception is if you're going into a an environment where it's okay to be sexual, mm-hmm. then suddenly it be- the environment is predatory and aggressive when actually it becomes more friendly and warm. More respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And more warm. And people, you know, your reputation is important and people don't want to be asked to leave events. Mm-hmm. And again, we're a community. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a community. And it's a great, actually, that's a, that's a really amazing way to put it. The perception is it can be very predatorial. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of predators there. Mm-hmm. Good Rawr. movie, by the way. Yeah. No, um, and they're not invisible, right? Not invisible. No, they're visible. <laughs> Every, I, I can't say everyone. I'm going to go back to that. 98 to 99% of everyone in the, in the community is very open and very understanding and very mm-hmm. willing to just get to know you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so many things. You do. You love the, the mansion parties, the house I do, parties. I like the mansion parties. There are clubs, too. There's Freedom Acres in the Inland Empire. We'd be happy to take you there sometime. Freedom yeah. Acres. That is an adorable. You know I feel who, like I need to wear overalls. You know <laughs> no. who has publicly said, we, we never say the who. We'll say the what okay. about who's at, at parties. Unfortunately, there's still, you know, uh, discrimination against people who are in the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. People keep secrets. However, mm. this this person has come out and said, Stephen Hawking is what? a regular he member of Freedom Acres. Yeah. Oh, is... snap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So, and we're huge Big Bang Theory fans, and so when Doctor, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. So, but he goes wait. in with his entourage of of nurses, and he just goes to feel good, see it, and watch yeah, it, and watch it. And Freedom Makers specifically, yeah, yeah. And this is Club FA. So this is out in the Inland Empire. And there's like Colette's has a location in Dallas, New Orleans, and the Dominican Republic. There's Club Joy here. There's different. The clubs where that's all they do. Some are membership based. Uh, some you can just go to. You know, you just you don't have to apply or anything as long as you're a couple. You can get in. You walk in the door to your left is is a shop with lace things available for you to buy oh. and toys and you know fuzzy handcuffs. To the right is a body painter. Then you keep walking straight and the bars to your left. There's a whole buffet and to your right is this huge dance floor. It's like walking into a regular nightclub mm-hmm. if you go back towards the front door though you go left and you go left again there's different themed playrooms there's mm-hmm. a glory hole yeah. there are sex <laughs> swings there's a, I didn't a it was so themed yeah oh yeah that's just like a giant bed that goes on for yeah, rooms no, and rooms. No, no. no a lot of people have themes even like the dark room where the lights are completely out and you don't see yep. anyone oh god what um there is a is there's a sci-fi con- con- convention somewhere in like, georgia huh. And I, I was thinking about going last year, but I mean, 
beyond that, it's definitely kind of like lifestyle for mm. sci-fi fans. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a dark room, and I think within certain windows, you have different types of play within the dark room. I was like, that yep. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, that's, I usually like to know who's groping my whatnot. Right. There's a cookie monster room. They they started for us at a couple events because I believe that every man should be a cookie monster, and your vagina is a cookie. So I believe every man should be a cookie monster. And in, 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 yes. actually, we're going to be in Hito in October for a newbie event. So it's an introduction to the lifestyle. Again, even if you don't want to touch anybody, watch anyone, mm-hmm. or have anyone watch you, you're welcome there. It's just talking about how to be sexy. Mm-hmm. If you ever want a sex educator to teach workshops, so, yeah. I am so down, you guys. We'll let, we'll let them know. We'll definitely let them know. It's, Extra down. Yeah, we'll let them know. It's, um, it, it's a blast. It really is a blast. Actually, Hito does an event. You're talking about a dark room. Mm-hmm. And this has actually become a lot more popular. They did this at Naughty New Orleans. There are some people who have color fantasies. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah. Some men want to see their wives with with men of color. Oh, Asian, that kind of fantasy. Asian, <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah, Asian, black, mm-hmm. Mexican. And then some people of color, mm-hmm. you know, want to see their wives with somebody else. So it's, it's more of a racial fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to see this or I want to see that or I want to experience mm-hmm. this or experience that. And there are rooms. There was a room at Naughty New Orleans which is, they call it the chocolate room, I yeah, think. chocolate room. So it was black men. I've heard of chocolate rooms. Yeah, mm-hmm. having sex, and everything's consensual. Everyone, you're going there for that reason to that room. I'd be like, where are the snacks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> uh, okay, there seems to be a theme uh, of the play, like the actual sexual play spaces being separate, and an importance mm-hmm. of separating kind of the mating ritual, get to know each other space from the sexy space. Or sex, sexual space. I think they're, uh, yeah. Only I, because... I don't know if they're separate for that reason as much as it no. is to make people comfortable. Right. It's and a good point, though, the mating ritual. That's a good point. There's there's a room for everyone. So if you just mm-hmm. want to be sexy and dance and you don't want to play, there's that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the playroom. So at, at hardcore parties, you, you don't have as much separation, not segregation, but separation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of rooms all the time. At the the sexy living sexy parties, you will always have much more separation, just so it's welcoming to all. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you not that you have to be uptight, if you just don't want to see other people having sex, and you're not looking to participate, it might make you uncomfortable to walk yeah. through rooms where everyone's having sex. Right. right? So yeah, by keeping them separate, uh, even the hardcore right. swinger parties we go to. It's still separate. Yeah, and it just opens the door for more people to mm-hmm. to realize that we're not just well, like, yeah, crazy point. people. Yeah, but you make a good point with that. The mating ritual, it, there's courting involved. Definitely. You're doing it as a couple. It's not a long courting process. If you're, you know, it can be. You can go there and meet people and not have sex with them for maybe two months because you want to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Typically, it doesn't work like that. But yeah, but I mean, it that's, could, yeah. It could. That's, yeah, it's a, it's a very I've interesting I've had friends point. that I've been friends with for for a long time, and then we decided to play, so... It could it could go any way, yeah. I think. Oh, man, this is definitely a topic worth so many episodes. It's <laughs> fascinating. Well, we'll have to, we're going to bring you on our show okay. so that we can readdress these things and then get to dig a little deeper with you. Oh, snap. Because we weren't <laughs> able to dig deep with you on Swing or on Swing Nightcap Live. We dug, just couldn't get real deep. 
<laughs> you definitely asked a really you asked a probing question on Nightcap. Do you remember this? <laughs> what did he ask you? He was I like, remember. "So how many women have you yes. been with?" And I was like, "Are we really gonna do a numbers game right now?" Like, because I was just like, "I am I gonna try and well, I'm not about to do math right now." Do you know why though I did that? Yeah, you were just trying to figure out if I liked women. Because yep. <laughs> if I ask you, "Are you into women?" You could avoid that question. Mm-hmm. Or if I ask you, "Have you ever been with a woman?" It's a close-ended question. Mm-hmm. And you're you're a wonderful host, and as, as hosts also. You're drawing things out of people. So the expectation is I'm going to ask you a very simple one. So when I ask you, and I've done this before too, with other different topics, so how many women have you gone down on? If you even hesitate for a second, that tells us you have. Do you know what I mean? Right, because if the answer is none, then it's going to be none right away. If you hesitate, we know. We've had some very conservative (laughs) guests Mm -hmm. who will, oh, snap, and they've said, I have never admitted this on air ever. About being with women. And, uh-huh. and if you're coming on the show, you're coming on the show. And if you don't want to answer the question, I completely respect that. You just say, prefer not to go there. Mm-hmm. You I'll know? Take, I'll take the fifth. Yeah, I'll take the fifth. And the 69th. <laughs> and as long as you take the fifth on other types of... So when I asked that, yeah, it was like... Because that's my way of saying, ah, I'm, I'm betting on this one. And if, there, if the answer was zero, you would have been like, very easy. Very easy. We've had that happen where the woman is like, none. You know? Mm-hmm. I want to. Just haven't yet. No. So, yeah, I did that to you. No, yeah. No, I mean, I... <laughs> I enjoyed the exchange. It was just like sneaky devil. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, ah, so much. Okay. That is just, yeah. I just need more. Like, this is just like the beginning of, of, of a whole world. You know, I, well, we invite you to explore with us, and we'd love to come back, and we'll have you on. It's just got to be uh, fun. It's just about enjoying each other and getting to know and, mm-hmm. you know. Swapping. I'm explaining what we do. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of people know what understand. we do and understand. You right. said a lot of your listeners may never have had sex. And what's really beautiful is whether they contact you or they contact us, this is not necessarily the place to lose your virginity. Mm-hmm. However, it's a very healthy p- place to explore sexuality. Mm-hmm. So even if you've never had sex and you want to go to one of these parties, if you have someone to go with, because again, mm-hmm. you usually have to go as a couple, you, you go, you get a feel for it, you see things, and Hands-on training, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, hands-on training. And in terms of orientation and, and gender, it, it I get a sense that it's generally for people who are cisgendered, like just female, male, and tend to be hetero or There bi. are a lot of women couples mm-hmm. and oh, female, female couples. Yeah. couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You have a lot of lesbian, unicorns. yeah, unicorns, which are single woman in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They're they're ma- mostly accepted rather than men. We call it unicock, <laughs> <laughs> but they're more accepted because a lot of people, a lot of couples like to play with a single woman mm-hmm. because they don't want the man there or whatever. But yeah. right, it's gen- generally generally couples. more accepted. Yeah. yeah, generally more accepted. So and and again, it's yeah, it, it's fun. <laughs> it's just there's so much and there's so much perception out there that together. As a community, because you're part of the community, too, with what you mm-hmm. do as a sex educator. You're really asking people to open your mind. Sex should not be a taboo topic. Sex is something we should be happy to discuss. And the more we discuss it, the more we learn. The more we learn, the better we are at it. It's just, to me, it's simple. Yeah. I think the more we talk about it, the more accepting people are. Yeah. And they're not closed off and like, oh, we can't talk about that. Yeah. It's a private thing. No. I mean. Everyone's oh. having sex. Yeah, here's almost. A, here's a rhetorical <laughs> question. I know you got to wrap up. So here's a rhetorical question: Why is cheating under, accepted in our society, and living in the lifestyle, living sexy, isn't? Because they don't understand it. People don't understand why you would share your man. Oh, that's that's a highly debatable thing. Like I can imagine someone just running in and be like, "Cheating isn't accepted. That's messed up." And then there'd be like a whole thing that people start throwing mm-hmm. things. If you get caught cheating, odds are you will not lose your job. 
I lost a huge medical consulting gig. Oh, you're talking about in society. In society. Well, in there society. was uh, Clinton's impeachment, but that's more of a yeah. He came out. He apologized. People understood. Mm-hmm. Wiener. Look at everything. Wiener. I'm not. I'm not talking politics. I'm saying as a society, whatever it is, even performance enhancing drugs. You know, if you come out right away and say, yeah, Andy Pettit of the Yankees admitted right away, yep, I took him, took his suspension. You got these guys like Ryan Braun and A-Rod who are lying and then lying, mm-hmm. and then they admit later. With anything, uh, however, with the lifestyle, a lot of people don't understand or they can't wrap their head around, so wait a minute, you're okay with your woman being with another woman? Or you're okay with your woman being with another man? Or you're okay with your man being with a woman, whatever that is? And there's a teacher, sorry, a principal in Pennsylvania that was fired. Mm-hmm. He and his wife were at a lifestyle club together. Uh-huh. They came out of it together. Someone saw them, and the board found out, and they fired him. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lost a huge medical consulting gig because of the conservative CEO in Michigan. He was caught cheating on his wife, got divorced and married again, and still cheated. However, he didn't think that was such a big deal for our company, but me being known as a lifestyle person, yeah. Yeah, so, that, that's definitely yeah. the, the legal issues of being – a bit more counterculture right. or forward thinking mm-hmm. when it comes even, to sexuality. It's, even, it can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And, and take the legal part out of it. Just as a society, oh, you made a mistake. Whoops, you cheated. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Go say penance or... I see. When you go outside the norm, right. mm-hmm. you're still saying that it's outside the norm. It's outside so to be changing what the norm is, right. that's dangerous. Look how long it's taken for us to have equal rights for marriage. Yeah. You know? And, and so, yeah, you know, that's outside mm-hmm. the norm. And so people fight every day to say, hey, even though it's outside the norm, all right, I'm getting, sorry, I'm getting on the... Yeah, no, the no, you know, this yeah. is all valuable. It's just, you know, you have a one-hour show, one-hour show? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, we totally agree with you. That's what we're going to bring you on to talk more. Yeah, God, well, to be continued. Thank you so much, Holly and Michael. No, thank you. Again, where can people find you and find out about your events, etc.? You can follow us at Swingtime69 on Twitter, Holly and Michael Swing Show on Facebook. Holly with an I. Holly with an I, and you can also follow our website, hollyandmichael.wordpress.com. Playboyradio.com. One to two Pacific. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. And then our podcasts are available on that same website, and they're free. They're free to download. Yep, on iTunes, you can find it. Fantastic. Yep. All right, thank you. And as we say around here, Go team fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Thanks. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 